Hello there, Struggling Hunters. Welcome to another episode with the Struggling Hunters. You got me, Joe, and then you got... Mr. Eric. I don't know why I said... (laughs) Sorry, I I totally messed up the intro. But I don't know why I just said Mr. Eric. I was like, it just felt right. Sorry, go ahead. Finish off with the intro. My bad. Together we are the Struggling struggling Hunters. (laughs) Well, at least... At least Eric has come out to let us know who he really is, who he really wants to be. <laughs> yeah. He wants to be Mr. Eric. <laughs> oh, man. I really chopped up that intro. Totally messed up the flow on that. Kind of feel bad now. <laughs> oh, that's all right. I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, it, it was important to you, evidently, to be called Mr. Eric. So, <laughs> yeah. Just sounded right. At least right. we got that out. Oh. Hopefully, you feel better. I, re- I really don't, but I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, so I guess we'll get we'll get going to, on to it here, guys. The first of all, I want to give a big, huge uh, thanks and a shout out to I don't know you, but thank you all for watching. Um, uh, Becca's been posted a couple times on our on a couple of our videos, and we appreciate it. And uh, but you know, still appreciate all you guys. They've been been listening, been watching, and hopefully you guys have been your hunts have uh, gotten done over with. Hopefully they're all safe, and hopefully you saw some success. Hopefully it wasn't harvesting, but maybe it was success in other ways. And uh, <laughs> but I guess on on that topic, you know, we Eric, you just got got off of his hunt two weeks two weeks ago now uh well yeah last week really last week yeah Yeah. i guess it was just last week yeah uh i went out there with them out i spent the opening weekend uh sun sun saturday to monday um had 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 some good times uh but i'll I'll go ahead and let eric kind of take it over um i guess tell us about your hunt eric yeah so uh like joe said we, he came up with me i had my father-in-law with me i had my son with me uh my father-in-law and my son were with me saturday and sunday uh we went out hunting saturday morning uh hunted kind of walked around tried to figure out the layout of the land uh long story short i was trying to I was trying to not really focus so much on like getting an elk. I kind of wanted to be patient with it and scout and find a place, a good place to like to scout and, you know, find, find a good area to hunt basically. And, uh, but at the same time I was, I was, I was hunting, hoping to come across an elk, uh, had a lot of fun. Like Joe said, we had a ton of fun hanging out together and, uh, and, uh, good laughs, you know, and, and, uh, I really enjoyed more people being with us, you know, like, I mean, the last couple of years, it's been me and you a few times, my son's been with us, but it's been me and you and, and, uh, you know, to have a few more people, it was, it was kind of fun. And, uh, so, and then I, I do got to say though, before I get going any further, the one, my son, he's only nine. And it's been kind of a tradition to take them out with me at some point during my elk hunt. And uh, this year, 
I've seen big improvement from him as far as uh, getting around the woods. Uh, we, we walked quite a bit uh, and he kept up, he stayed up with us. He didn't, I mean, he was, he was a trooper. And so I was really proud of him for that. You know, it was pretty exciting to see that growth in him this year. And uh, so, but to get into the hunt part of it, uh, the first thing that we noticed was how dry it was where we were at. It was really dry and uh, the vegetation just didn't seem to be there. We had uh, cows to deal with. There's a lot of cows around. Couldn't figure out what they were even there for because it was so dry. It was hard to imagine what they were even eating themselves. Um, with, with that said though, like that was kind of like the first sign of a little bit of, of, um, struggle or I don't know if struggle is the right word, but it was like the first sign of like, huh, I wonder what this hunt's going to be like. And we went out and hiked around, hiked around. Uh, the second challenge was the scrub oak. Uh, every time we thought that we'd see like this opening over the crest of the hill, thought we could be able to glass over on the other side of the canyon, we'd break through this scrub oak and then basically just to find more scrub oak to have to bust through to try to find a good glassing point. And so that was kind of getting a little frustrating. And we, uh, yeah, we had a little bit of trouble with that. Uh, my father-in-law and my son ended up leaving Sunday night and that was pretty much the kind of hunting that, that we were all in. I mean, just, it was really hard to get good glassing points or even, even just trying to travel our woods. Uh, the scrub oak was, was pretty gnarly and, uh, just hard to really, uh, you know, I felt, I kind of felt like we'd get down, we'd, we'd get out about three quarters of a mile to maybe even a mile. Then the scrub oak would always like seem like it would just get too thick to be able to really maneuver around or see anything happening. So that was, that was our, one of our biggest troubles. And then the, the dryness too. And uh, so Joe and I on Monday, it was just me and him. Uh, I guess it was Monday, Monday or Sunday night that the snowstorm came in. Right, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah started. We only had like an inch when we went to bed on Sunday night. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know about what five, six inches or so came down that night. Give yeah. or take. I mean, it could have been a little more, a little less, but regardless, uh, Joe and I woke up and kind of had the game plan to see if we could maybe go somewhere and, and, uh, find tracks and then just follow tracks. And so at that point we, we hopped in the, the trucks and drove up the road and, and kind of out of ways found ourselves, um, in this one area, we decided, Hey, let's, let's try this dark timber out and walk it. So we started walking down this road and we saw some cross tracks and it looked like an elk. So after deciphering which way the elk was going, which we must've been right, or I'm, I'm assuming we were right, but uh, we figured out which way the, the elk was going. So we were like, well, let's, I mean, what else do we got to lose? And we just followed the tracks. And uh, after, after hiking and following the tracks a while, um, I don't know. I, 
I kind of want you to tell this part of it because of, of what we saw. Oh yeah. So, you know, so we get taken off or we've, uh, as Eric said, deciphered which way the tracks were going. We had a little bit of a confrontation as to which way they're going. He said, they're one way. I said, they're another way, more or less Eric won. We went the way that he was saying. Um, <laughs> and, you know, so we, uh, we, took off, went down, followed tracks, and we got going down quite a ways. And a uh, um, couple of times we had to stop, check the tracks out, confirm that we were heading in the correct direction. And, you know, so as Eric said, uh, it snowed that morning or that night and this uh, Monday morning. So we knew the tracks were, you know, fairly fresh. There was no snow inside the track. So we knew that, um, you know, it was, fairly early that more Monday morning that these tracks were made. And uh, so we, we get going along and uh, we stop for some reason to check the tracks out again or catch our breath. I don't remember which. And we're, and then we kind of, you know, discuss like, Oh, this is, you know, the timber we're in is kind of cool. And we're like, what should we, well, we decide, we, you know, we're going to keep going and, and Eric takes off walking and, uh, you know, I, he gets out in front of me a little bit. He's hunting. So he needs to be in, fr in front. I'm just there to help him. And, uh, he gets a couple steps out and I hear this little snap and, uh, I was like, Oh, that's kind of interesting. And I kind of scan around a little bit, you know, to my, I heard it from, so I turned to my right and do a little scan. I don't see anything. And that just about ready to start taking off walking again. And uh, all of a sudden there was this little ravine that was off to my right. And, you know, this, and little, I mean, it was probably what, maybe 10 feet deep of a ravine. Like it wasn't big, but it was, it was you know, you could hide a guy in there and look right over the top of him yep. easily. And, uh, and so then, you know, my eye catches this movement and up out of this little ravine, this little black bear comes up <laughs> gets to the top of this little, like this, you know, little ravine gully thing, I guess, or creek bottom, I get maybe a better thing to call it. And it looks over at me. We make eye contact and it just takes off running the other direction. <laughs> and uh, I was like, Harry, get back here, get back here. Look, look, a bear, a bear. And he comes back and luckily that bear just like more or less takes a straight run. And it just happened to be in like this in between like a straight shot of the of these trees you know like there's not for a long ways there's no trees growing so eric got to see it too and uh but it was it was that was kind of cool it was fun and we were i was what were we 20 yards away from maybe 30 40 yards at the mo most yeah I, I i would favor 20 to 30 honest i mean it wasn't that far away from us and I, no. that that's where it's kind of disappointing for for my my side of it because i didn't see it until it was probably about 100 yards down the you know right. down down the opening because you're like bear yeah. and i was like oh yeah where and i'm looking around looking around then i just see i just see him hauling uh around the around the the corner into the deep dark timber so i just kind of saw saw the the back side of him at the very end of it i didn't see him up close so i was kind of bummed out that i didn't get to see that but but it was still a cool experience and i couldn't believe like it, it made me realize 
how because I was so focused on like kind of looking at the tracks and looking ahead of me and looking where the tracks were going and I was like, ah, I need to be a little more aware, man. There was a bear 30 yards away from us and I didn't even realize it, you know? So I was kind of, that was, uh, yeah, that was a little, little different, uh, different feeling, but, but, uh, really cool experience though. It was a really cool experience. I wish that we could have got it on film or something. No, for sure. That was, you know, yeah, that was, it was fun. It was kind of the first, well, I'd seen him in the woods and I've been out before, but you know, it was, it was fun that it was, it was nice that it, you know, turned and ran away from us. And he was a little, you know, he wasn't a big bear, little, he was a black bear, but um, he had a brown color to him. Yeah. Not quite a cinnamon color to him, but he was, he was more brown than black and he wasn't overly didn't, he wasn't too big of a bear, but yeah, yeah that was, that, you know, that kind of, you know, you we're out there to hunt. And so our main goal is to fill your tag. And, you know, that's, you know, that would be the highlight of the whole hunt the, to fill your tag. But, you know, like at the same time, this experience that, you know, that we had in the woods with this bear, you know, like it evidently it turned out as a good experience, you know, it would have been better if we had a camera, but, you know, it was, it was just fun though, to be able to, to be, to be there to see it. Like, you know, it, it, it was I almost made the hunt, you know, like it's was, you know, it made the, I guess the hunt or our camping experience, <laughs> you know, that much better than just camping. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It was definitely the highlight of the, of the whole trip, seeing the bear. I mean, we weren't looking for bear or anything, but seeing the bear and then no, like I said, I didn't see him. I didn't see him at, uh, 30 I didn't see him at the 20 30 yards away but just knowing that he was only 20 30 yards away from us like it was kind of cool like you know being like man I can't believe we which in a way, way kind of tells me we must have been doing something right because we snuck up on a bear I mean it is what it is but usually you know they say that bears usually take off when you're tromping through the woods that they usually take off way before you ever know they're there and we right basically kind of snuck up i mean well we snuck up on each other i mean i think we kind of scared you know he was scared we were you know startled i should say not really scared but because I, di- I didn't feel scared or anything i just no definitely definitely startled us so um yeah yeah i wish i that's the other thing i need to get better at taking dang pictures like we, like, you know, it was the cool thing was we could have took pictures of his tracks and like he slid down a log to get into this ravine and it looked like he was getting into like maybe a, a, a place to hibernate for the winter. There's a little hole under this log. It looked like he was probably trying to get into. Yeah. And, but like, I didn't, you know, I like, I kind of thought of about taking a picture, but I didn't, but like yeah. how cool would that have been? to have that picture to, of what happened, you know? Yeah. Kind of tell the story. It. Yeah. I know we should have yeah. took a few minutes and maybe even made like a short story or something for Instagram or something. Kind of talk about yeah. it. No, that that's something that uh, Joe and I, we definitely talked about during the trip because um, 
I, I don't know if we'll ever really show the footage because there's not really much to show, but, but we did take a little bit of film, you know, we we're trying to make like some kind of hunting video out of it. Um, but anyway, long story short, we just didn't, we, we just didn't quite make, um, like we were talking about it and like, I don't know, we're just kind of bad photographer or bad camera people. <laughs> I mean, you know, right. <laughs> Half the time it was the camera was off or I don't know, just, but uh, at the end of the day, it is what it is. And yeah, we do need to get, we probably, whenever we're together, we need to remind each other to just, Hey, this is a good picture moment <laughs> instead of, <laughs> you know, like, cause you're right. I mean, there was tracks, there was the slide mark, the, what it looked like he was going to, and we just like, Oh, that's cool. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, guess. Right. I guess it's kind of good though. We're, I mean, we were kind of one track focus. We were looking for elk. So I guess it all kind of makes sense or comes back around, but we should like, now that you say that I'm like, yeah, why didn't we take pictures? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but so anyway, so yeah, we saw the bear and then we followed the tracks. We kept following the tracks and, and on the, the elk tracks, not the, bear the yeah, tracks. yeah, 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 yeah. We're, yeah. We're back on, we're back on elk tracks. We kept following the elk tracks and uh, not really knowing if we would even come across anything. We just kind of knew we were headed the same direction that the elk were. And uh, I really wish, you know, there was something that you said, which I kind of got a little more to that too, but there was something that you said whenever, so we, we pop out into this clearing and as we're popping out, uh, I see this cow elk and uh joe I, I don't know you probably saw me the whole time i put my hand up like stop or whatever but I, that's what stopped me was you telling me to stop so oh really oh okay yeah. cool cool i i didn't know i i i didn't know if you, i mean i was like he might have saw it i kind of thought about it later and i'm like i wonder if he saw that before i did or you know but anyway so we saw we saw this cow elk and something that joe brought up is is uh, we saw this cow elk. I got pretty excited. I mean, it was our first elk that we saw. So I was pretty excited and um, kind of staring at it, hoping that it would grow horns in the next 30 seconds. Never did, obviously. But uh, Joe said, you know, he's like, oh, I was kind of hoping like maybe a bull elk would be popping up right behind it. And when you said that, I started thinking about that later on. And I was like, you know, I wish that I would have spotted that elk when we were kind of a little further in the dark timber and cause maybe just maybe that could have happened, you know, if we would have been patient, stayed back a little bit, that might've happened. Um, but anyways, the elk saw us too, you know, we kind of saw each other at the same time. It was kind of an exciting point of the hunt because we were finally into some elk. Uh, but about that time, uh, so we, we kind of circled back around and, and, uh, and to kind of finish off Monday, I guess, for a Monday hunt, Joe had to get back home. So we kind of yeah. circled back around, back to the pickup. Nothing really happened with that elk. But my plan was, is I thought about going back that afternoon, but but my plan was I was like, well, I don't really want to blow up the area. So I'll just try to get here in the morning. And, uh, you know, hopefully I'll see some movement. So... Joe takes off, goes back home. Uh, I actually ended up going to town because I needed to uh, get a few supplies. And uh, one of my tires on my pickup truck was 
was kind of low. So it was kind of making me nervous, especially since I was going to be by myself for the next few days. I was like, I don't want, I don't need this tire going flat on me. So I went back to town and put some air long. Anyway, moving on from that, I, I got back up to camp that night. I went back out the next morning on Tuesday and I went right back to that spot. And, uh, I sat there for, for, uh, I don't know, like five hours, whatever. And, uh, about five hours, give or take. And I sat there and sat there and sat there, you know, I kind of, I had this, like this thought I've never done tree stand hunting and I wasn't in a tree or anything, but I was just kind of, I was trying to set back in the dark timber a little bit, but where I could see the, the clear cut, um, or the opening rather the little meadow it was kind of a smaller meadow it, was, it seemed a little smaller the next day whenever i got there than what it looked like the day before but anyway i uh i was sitting there and i was i was like i don't know how tree hunters do it man just sitting in one spot for hours upon hours because i i mean i was sitting on the ground but but uh i was like this is this is tough and so i sat there for like five hours and finally i i kind of completely by myself and and i did move around a little bit i moved to a couple different spots thinking my thought process was like i'd be sitting there looking around looking around i'm like ah do i have any good clear shooting lanes you know and i'm like ah, i think over here might be a better shooting lane so i try it you know um and i was probably doing that a little bit out of boredom just because i was so bored of sitting in one spot and uh so Anyways, I was in that opening for about about five hours or so, and then I kind of just called it. I was like, I haven't seen nothing. I looked around, and I'm like, all these tracks that were in this spot. Oh, that's something. So the day before, that was the other thing that kind of got us hyped up is not just because we saw that cow elk, but we saw multiple other tracks in that area. Yeah. And so we were like, man, it seems like it's like a – a pathway or something for these elk to be walking through this one area. So the next day I went there and I was kind of looking around and I'm like, I'm like, all these tracks kind of look about the same. Like, like there wasn't nothing fresh or new that popped through there since we jumped that cow. And something that I did before I took off is I was like, I, I, I tried to, I tried to remember where, where exactly we saw that cow and I was kind of walking around. I found its tracks and, uh, and it, it actually, I, I'm, we, we must've scared the piss out of it. Cause, cause there was a pea spot right there. So I, I don't know. I, I, you know, I thought that was kind of funny, but um, anyway, so, so I, I follow our, I found her tracks and saw where she ran back off into the dark timber and, and, um, so at that point I kind of just made a big circle back to my pickup and, and circle back there and went back to my pickup. Um, and really I came up short and I feel like I've been kind of talking about it. So the, after that, that experience, my camp was probably, oh, my camp was probably 10 or so miles away. And I kind of wanted to keep hunting that area, but in my mind, I was like, well, the reason that I camped where I was is because this was supposed to be the area that 
all the elk were. And I feel like it's kind of, I'm kind of wasting, wasting time driving back and forth to that dark timber area where we saw the cow elk. So I was like, I just want to hunt out of, out of camp and just, you know, go through there. So for the next few days, um, that's what I did. I pretty much went back to the area, tried to learn the land a little bit. Um, I found a, I wouldn't say they were a great glassing spots. Basically the thing is, is when you leave where we were camped at, there was, there was a Canyon and the struggle was, is I was, I didn't necessarily want to get to the other side of the Canyon, but I wanted to have a good visual of the other side of the Canyon. And that was the hardest struggle is, is it, well, both of those actually was a struggle was trying to figure out a path to get to the other side of the Canyon in case I did get something or in case I did want to go hike over on that side. Um, it was a struggle to, to try to get over there. And the other thing is, is it was kind of a struggle to find a good glassing point. So, and it was mostly just that scrub Oak. It was just so just grew so wild. It just had no rhyme or meaning to how thick it was. And so I'm kind of trying to shorten this up. I pretty much ended up not being successful in my hunt. And, um, I mean, I, I, I tried my hardest, man. I mean, I mean, it was, it was really tough. It was really, really, uh, you know, something that you said, Joe, before you left and, you know, being by myself and, you know, there was some, there was some deep emotions that were, that were kind of coming out in me. And, uh, yeah, it was kind of hard to handle, you know, I, I mean, I kind of felt like, you know, I put all this, this energy and, and focus on and, and, and excitement on, the idea of getting an elk and, and I was just coming up short and it was kind of hard to handle, you know, it was kind of hard to, to, uh, take that loss. And, uh, there's a couple things though, like, I'm, and one of the, so there's a lot of reasons. And, and I had this conversation with my wife and, you know, not taking, taking, uh, some something home, you know, kind of, it, it was, it was kind of upsetting for that reason, because, you know, I really wanted to bring some home to my family, some meat. And then also doing this, this, this podcast and talking about hunting. And I mean, you know, we can have all the passion in the world, but not coming out, not successful, really, uh, really, really ate at me, you know? And, uh, uh, just kind of just really, really tough dealing with that psychologically. Um, Cause I, I wanted to kind of, you know, be able to maybe gloat for the next year that I got an elk and, you know, um, with this podcast, it, it meant a lot to me to try to get an elk. I, I don't know how else to say it. I, I don't know if I, I'm having the hard, hard time trying to find the right words to what I'm trying to say, but, but it was a, it was a tough situation with that. Just accepting the the idea that I wasn't going to take something home this year. And, uh, but one thing I want to say about that is I don't know the details to it. I don't know the circumstance I, 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 or I don't really know everything to it, but 
I remember uh, listening to one of uh, Randy Newberg's um, YouTube videos, and he he was talking about I, I can't remember what he was talking about, but in there he said he said when we first started this, we w- I wasn't successful for three years, and so it kind of makes me feel better that like. So like, like he's, you know, a professional hunter or whatever, but he's kind of been there and done that too. Like he, you know, tried to make content and came up short and I don't know what that means. Cause I, I, I wasn't follow. I haven't been following him that long, I guess, you know, I've been following him probably the last three or four years, but before that, I don't really know a lot of his backstory, but I do remember that what he said. And and so it kind of makes me feel better for that, that the fact that, you know, like, Hey, even Randy wasn't successful for the first three years. Um, I mean, it, right. the only, the only, the only thing with that though, is he might've meant like, I wasn't successful in elk hunting for the last, but I did get my deer. Or I did go get my moose in Alaska. I don't know, but I know that he said that. So I'm hanging on to that little nugget. And, um, but it was, it was, it's just kind of a hard, hard deal, especially first year doing a hunting podcast and, and, uh, everything kind of riding on it like that. It was, it was hard to, uh, to deal with, but kind of, um, I don't really know what, I don't know. I guess I don't really know what to say, but I do want to kind of highlight like the idea or the fact that, that Joe, you know, again, was able to come down and, I mean, I don't think that tradition is going to stop anytime soon. So, I mean, but it's still enjoyable to have you come all the way over here and be able to hunt with me for, for, um, you know, at least a few days. And, uh, I mean, that's, that's the funnest part. I, I hunted by myself for three days and it's, it's tough to stay motivated whenever you don't have nobody with you. And, uh, so it is, it was in a way, weird way. It was a successful hunt that I got to do it with my buddy and, and, and my family too, you know, my, my father-in-law right. and my son. So, I mean, I did have a successful hunt in that, in that, if you look at it in that lens, um, you know, I right. got to hunt with, with the people that I care about. And, uh, I mean, it was good that way. And, and we had a lot of fun, a lot of laughs and, you know, I mean, it's always a good time. Uh, when me and Joe are hunting together, it's always a good time. We, we get frustrated together, not, not necessarily at each other, but, but more like we get frustrated at the fact that we're not seeing nothing or, or whatever, but, um, but no, we, we have a good time and, and, uh, I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't replace that with anything. So, so, you know, thanks for coming on the hunt with me. And, and, uh, I really enjoyed everything yeah. that, that you helped me with. Um, I'm trying to think, or I guess at this point, Joe, do you, do you have any questions for me or anything like that? Like, or do you have anything to add to any of this? Um, well, you know, I'll, start off by saying like yeah no it was a great time to be able to go out with you and i appreciate you letting me even tag along with you and uh, i guess you know go through kind of 
I know you're at kind of the high of the hard times at the beginning of the hunt. You got to experience the low of the hard times at the end of the hunt. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, it, you know, yeah, it's, it's definitely, you know, this whole, whole thing of struggling hunters and being a hunter, you know, like it's trying to, you know, for both of us, we've hunted, hunted, I don't know, I don't, is there a difference between hunters and being, I don't know, how am I trying to say this? You know, you have those guys that really understand and, you know, are fairly successful every year. And like, you know, before this, I thought I was a hunter, but, you know, I don't know that I, I am a hunter, you know? Well, <laughs> but yeah, I, I feel think, the, I, to add in there, I, I feel the same way. I mean, I've hunted all my life. I've had my successes. I've had years where I, I haven't been successful, but more so this year probably than any other year i feel less of a hunter than ever for sure yeah yeah it was different you know like uh, talking about our 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 hard times and and uh, trying to convey that um you know heart with the heartfelt message behind it and not you know seem fake and um but uh you know there's always well there's always a takeaway I you know I got takeaway questions but I feel like we went down that rabbit hole would be here all night because you know we can always discuss you know arm back or the what do you call it the armchair quarterback afterwards you know (laughs) we can spend hours on the should have been could have or would have if I would have done this you know like or you know who knows but uh yeah I guess I I don't really have any true questions right now but other than i was going to try to try to bring up something about being out there all by yourself and and trying to stay motivated because i know it's hard (laughs) you know trying to be like okay i'm getting up at in the morning and i'm not you know like i am going to go hunting i'm not going to go out at 10 (laughs) Yeah, that that wasn't too bad. Uh, I think in the afternoon, the afternoon hunts were. Um, I, I I I subconsciously did it. I think it wasn't like intentional, but I don't think I hunted quite as hard in the afternoon hunts by myself. Uh, mostly, the thought was is like it getting dark, uh, trying to figure out how to you know process the animal. If I was if I was to get successful how to process the animal in the dark and, uh, and, and trying to pack it out all through the night and, you know, like that whole, that whole thing. So like in the evenings, I kind of took it a little easier, I guess you could say, um, didn't take no, it quite as serious. Yeah. But, uh, see that being, especially being by yourself, like, you know, you don't, you don't want to be that person that gets lost or, gets hurt you know because you're by yourself right and yeah that thought kind of came in my mind too like uh um i don't have i i've never i don't have like uh i'm not known to like roll my ankle or anything but i'm like like man you know how bad that would suck if i rolled my ankle out here (laughs) trying to limp back to the pickup for help or whatever whatever the case may be you know if so like those kind of thoughts creep creeped in my mind but, uh, but yeah, in the morning, like one thing that I told myself, cause, cause there was a few times that it was like, I think because like 
I was, I was coming up short. Like I wasn't seeing a lot of activity. I guess that's something that I could add to, to the whole thing is, is I wasn't seeing much activity at all. I didn't see uh deer or elk. Uh, I wasn't seeing, you know, usually you're out there and a doe will pop up out of somewhere and I, and, and where we were. And, and I, I blame a lot of it on being so dry in that area. I think that there was just such little vegetation. There was just nothing there for, for the deer and elk to even want to go there because there was just nothing there for vegetation. Um, it's just a bad year. We just had a really bad dry year. And I think that spot that I was in uh, really suffered the consequences of it and didn't have much um, activity in there. Cause I, like, like I said, I wasn't even seeing, you know, usually like everywhere I go, I always, a doe at least pops up and, and uh, I wasn't even seeing that. I wasn't, you know, I, I would like where I could glass, I could see a lot of, a lot of land where I could glass. It wasn't, I guess whenever I was say like a prime area to glass is like, um, whenever I say that, I guess what comes to my mind is something that's like in shooting range from my glassing point. And a lot of places that I was finding myself and I could glass and I could see a lot of area. I wasn't in shooting range. I'd have to make, I'd have to cut the distance to right. be able to, you know, so, so it wasn't that I couldn't see anything, but I mean, I could see a lot of mountainside, but I just was never, I could never find myself like close enough, a good glassing point where I was close enough that, Oh, Hey, there's something that popped out, you know, 200, 300 yards away. I'm going to take crack at it. Uh, that that's the kind of, that's kind of what I mean whenever I couldn't find good glassing points. Um, but with that said though, I just never seen much activity. I mean, for as much landed as I was, I was scanning over and, you know, uh, looking and looking and looking, I just never seen the activity, not even from, from deer, not even from does. I, and I feel like every, every hunt season, every year I've ever went out, um, you know, I, I always stumble across at least a doe. And like I right. said, just this year, it just wasn't there. Uh, I feel like there's another point I was going to make. Oh, yeah. That's another thing, too, is uh, anybody out there that's never done a uh, solo hunt for me. And I know everybody's different, but for me, like the fir the first day. And the second day, the, the second day was a little weird. I feel like kind of uh, in the middle of the second day, though, it started to get less of a weird feeling. Like the first day I was like, I think because, because like crossing that bear, cause, and, and we, and I went back into that same area, you know, we, we jumped that bear, not that far away from where we saw the cow and blah, blah, blah. And so whenever I was sitting there in that area completely by myself, like, I felt a little bit weird, if you will. Um, but the lone, like feeling, feeling, feeling a little bit lonely. Um, the first day was probably the, like kind of the worst. Cause it was like my first day completely by myself with my own thoughts and everything. But I'd say by the third day, which the third day is whenever I went home. So I don't know. It is what it is on that, but 
but by the third day i i it almost started to feel normal to be completely by myself like it, it wasn't it didn't hang on that weird feeling of being alone it wasn't hanging on to me i was kind of i kind of felt normal after the third day like i felt good i don't know i, I mean it just wasn't <laughs> the only the only reason the only reason i went home and i probably could have held tough but there was a couple reasons behind it i felt like i just was not finding success so i was really frustrated i was really frustrated at not not even seeing activity you know i was just really frustrated in 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 that aspect of it and the other reason i went home i was gonna go home the next day anyway so it's i mean i i missed a i missed basically like a a a night hunt and a and a morning hunt because i was gonna my plan was to go home the next day because i had to get some stuff done anyway but i went home a day early and the biggest reason why is because uh my 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 propane heater uh ran out of, I, I ran out of propane and so i was like i ain't gonna i ain't gonna freeze all night <laughs> and uh so i i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna cut back home and and uh you know break down camp but i think I feel like I could have toughed it out. Obviously I could have toughed it out and stayed up there another night, even without the heater. But I was so frustrated and I just felt like it just was not going my way. I just kind of, I was like, I was just kind of, kind of done in a way. But at the same time, we're saying that the third day of being out there by myself, I felt the most comfortable the, that kind of the, the evening of the second day and and the third day the the weirdness of being by myself wasn't really it kind of was get just getting more normalized i don't know how trying to find a better way to say that and i i can't really think of a better way to say it but i don't know that that was just my experience what's that you're just becoming comfortable yeah 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 it was really weird um and and i don't know i mean it wasn't that bad. So like after my evening hunt was done, I'd drive up the road and there was, we'd, I'd get like a few bars of service. So I'd call my wife and talk to her for the night or whatever. And, you know, tell her good night and all that. So I guess like in a way I wasn't completely by myself. Like, you know, if, if something crazy was to happen, I could probably, you know, work my way up and get service and get help or whatever. So so, I mean, I guess there was that comfort there, but, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how some of these guys do those backcountry hunts for like 10 days or the solo, the solo hunts. I mean, that, yeah. that might be a little much, a little extreme, but that's pretty much my experience of the hunt. And, uh, I don't know. That's just where it at. I do got one more thing to add. I'm not a hundred percent if I'll do this. So I guess you'll find out next podcast, but, uh, I think in Colorado, I haven't practiced this. I've had other people pretty confident tell me that you can do this and I haven't practiced it for myself, but uh, the next or third season's pretty much going on right now. Um, I might try to buy another tag for third season. Cause I've heard that you can, you know, if, as long as you didn't, you weren't successful, you can buy another tag. So I'm going to try to practice. I'm going to, try to exercise that and uh 
get another tag for this coming week and pretty much hunt in the evenings. Uh, completely different area, obviously, but so there, if I do end up doing that, there might be another chance for me to get a animal this year's kind of what I'm getting at. So. Gotcha. That'll be fun. Yeah. It does work. Especially if you get something. <laughs> yeah. Especially if I get something, I, I kind of got some high hopes. Um, well, no, I don't actually, but I, I do kind of, I, if I can get another tag, I'm excited at the idea that I have another chance. I have a little more of a chance. That's the one thing that, um, I mean, I guess I kind of get it because Colorado, it's kind of a toss up. So where we lived, you know, hunting or in Idaho, I, I know I brought, we brought this up in the past and in previous podcasts, but in Idaho, I know at, at least at one time, whenever you bought your tags, they were good for like a month. And you actually had time to try to get your animal. And then for Dink, it was like even a month and a half or maybe even close to two months or just shy of two months. Either way, there was a lot of time there. And out here in Colorado, it's one week per season. And I think I kind of get it because Colorado is a little more populated. So, you know, it'd be, it'd be too much pressure for that period of time um i think is what they're you know trying to split up there is the pressure side of it and trying to split people up so you know certain everybody has their own season there's four seasons not counting archery and and uh black powder oh four rifle seasons so you got your first season second season third season fourth season um, I think first and fourth are more of a draw. Don't quote me on that, mm-hmm. but I, and then second and third is more over the counter stuff. So, um, I mean, I get why they do it, but my whole point in saying all that is on a personal level, it just kind of sucks that. I get nine days. And if I don't find nothing in those nine days, I'm, you know, better luck next year. I mean, you know what I mean? Right. So, I mean, it is what it is. That's the rules out here. And I think I kind of understand why they're the rules, but, but I wish that, uh, I wish that they kind of, I wish it was more like Idaho where you could hunt. You'd have a, cause I think elk for rifle was always like a month long. And then deer were like a month and a half long or maybe even longer. Cause yeah. there was always a late season unit too, that you could go to almost every year. Right. Yeah. So all I'm getting at is I kind of wish it was more like that. Cause obviously increases your chances. Cause you can be out there more, but also to add kind of, kind of dragging this on, but I do want to get this out. Like, I probably made a ton of mistakes out there, things that I could have done better, maybe maybe even figured out better areas to go. But the one thing is I was out there and I was, you know, trying to find success. Like I don't know what what more to to really add to that. Um cuz I I kept racking my brain about that, you know, I kept, you know, what am I missing? Where why am I not seeing even activity, you know? 
And um, I was really getting frustrated because of that. Cause I was like, I just, I, I don't know what I'm missing here. I don't feel like I'm making a lot of mistakes. I feel like I'm trying to do all the right things. I'm trying to, trying to go to where, you know, I think they would be or where, you know, where, where I feel they'd be. I have a whole Canyon to, to glass. I mean, I, I was glassing so much area. I mean, I, and I just wasn't seeing anything. So I know I made mistakes. It's just at this point in time, I just, not a hundred percent sure how to really break that down. Cause I felt like I was doing everything that I could think of doing to help my chances for success. And I was just coming up short. So I, I don't know. That's kind of, I think that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I guess that's all you got. I'll just go ahead and share a little bit. So I went out this evening here in Utah doing the late archery season. I almost had success on a little buck, little, I think a little three point. Wasn't, you know, he wasn't a little, little guy, but um, not that I really could have done anything too different. You know, like I can say what I could have, should have done different now because it's happened, but um, you know, so more or less I, I, worked my way along this hillside cutting through this scrub oak stuff and kind of thinking like well no one else has probably done this and I found some trash so someone else did at one point and um somebody yeah, else was thinking, somebody else was thinking just like you yeah exactly <laughs> and uh but I found this like little meadow to like two little meadows on onyx I had and you know i think i can make it there before it gets dark and uh i got close to it and i could i got to where i could see it i was well i was 260 yards i I pulled out my range finder and ranged it and so i was like well i'm close enough that and it's getting late enough that it's going to start getting dark and i kind of want to set and settle down let the area settle down and hopefully allow stuff to move and uh and so i sat down and you know and I was like, oh, I should move up around. I was kind of on this little, little bit of like a, how, what do you call it, a little ridge on, in this canyon. And I was on the, on this uh, west side of it. And I thought about going up around a little bit more on this, in this little ridge. And I was like, oh, no, I'll just sit here because I can, I could see all this side, side to my right. And if I went over there, I would be able to see, see this over here. And and I was like, oh, continue working your way over to that meadow. You got time. I was like, no, I really want the area to settle down. So I convinced myself to settle down, set where I was at, and um, get looking across where this at that meadow that I was wanting to get to. And I saw turkeys go work their way through it. I was like, oh, man, I could have been that close to turkeys if I would have <laughs> went over there. And, and then I was like, oh, well, that's cool. You know, I got to see some turkeys and and uh so then I, I happened to look back over there after setting it for a little bit and there's this little i think this little three-point buck goes he didn't stop in the meadow he just entered from one side and exited the other side just kind of just kept walking through i think the rut's getting on 
I think he was maybe chasing, trying to find some does. Mm. And uh, so he, so I kind of lost him in the brush and, you know, the whole thing back of my head was, well, get up and see if you can work your way over in there quietly and, you know, get up on him. And I was like, oh, you know, yeah, I tell yourself that, but at the same time, realize that it's scrub oak you got to go through. And not only is that scrub oak, but it's, you know, dried scrub oak and dried leaves and, you know, you're not going to get there too quietly. It's like, so you're like, my go, your best thing is just to sit here and allow things to play out. So that way you can see what, you know, what's, what's in the area. So, all right, fine. I'll sit here. So the, the deer makes it, like I said, made his way out the one side of the meadow and I couldn't follow him. It got too thick. He just disappeared. And uh, so I'm sitting there and trying to, I, I glass back over seeing if he, you know, like is in that, area around that meadow and never see him and out of I look back over and without my binoculars put up I can see movement on one of the sides of the meadow like oh maybe that's him so I put my glasses back up and it was those turkeys they made their way back up into the meadow and like oh that's cool you know and then and then I'm sitting there and it's getting closer to dark and I just hear this crash boom bang like something dude, something's going through the scrub oak and it's big. I get, you know, it wasn't just a quiet crash. Like it was like a crack, you know, it was, it was loud. I was like, yes, something's moving. It could be an elk. And uh, so I I pick up my bow, knock my arrow and I'm sitting there, you know, I'm quiet and I'll, you know, like the noise just, just settles up like, Oh, just be patient. You know, like whatever it is, is moving. It's moving. So you should be able to see it when no matter what it does, it's like, yeah, I should. And I'm, and finally the adrenaline goes away and, oh, well, you know, I set my bow back down and go back to glassing. And, and then I hear it kind of some rush, rushing, rustling around some more and start scanning with my binoculars in the scrub oak and see this turkey fly up in the scrub oak and it lands on a bush and it kind of cracks a little bit. So it's dang. So I, I determined what it was was those dang turkeys flying up in the scrub oak, and uh, the branches not being heavy enough to hold them, and then breaking branches and falling back to the ground. Oh man! So, so I, anyways, you know that was kind of that was kind of fun. That was kind of cool in a way too. Like they'd jump up on these scrub oak branches, and then they'd fan out their feathers to help keep balance, you know, like yeah. as they're a rock, the feathers, their tail feathers would just be like doing what they need to stay up. And, and so that was kind of fun to watch. And, um, and then, then one of them got tired of sitting on the scrub oak. Cause I think, I don't know if it would, they weren't high enough off the ground and branches probably weren't strong enough, but they, they flew quite to the other side of the canyon up in the top of a pine tree and one of them took off and I think about four or five of them followed it that was kind of fun to watch too you know I, they it wasn't just like a short fly I guess they kind of more glided and, and flew <laughs> yeah but uh you know they they went a, they went a long distance yeah and so the whole time so at this time it's starting to get darker and I'm like ah. Oh, I kind of like, you know, I like to, I was like, well, maybe hunt my way out. Um, so that way, you know, if I do see something, I have opportunity to shoot. So I was like, oh, no, you want to see what's in the area? So I stuck around, stayed a little bit longer. And, and then I was like, all right, it's time to get up and, you know, put put my pack on. And I, 
get the momentum, you know, rock, rocking a little bit and then finally stand up. And just as I stand up, I can see further down the hill. And there's this, I think it's that same buck that went through that clearing. He was staring right at me. And yeah. uh, he, then as soon as I saw him, I sat right back down and put my binoculars back up. And, you know, I saw that his antlers, you know, he wasn't huge, but, you know, he wasn't a little three point either. I, so I was like, all right, yeah, maybe he'll keep working his way up. But it, he didn't. He stood there for a second, turned around and ran back the other way. Ah. But, you know, being the armchair quarterback again, you know, had I made my way around the top of that knoll and dropped down a little bit, I probably could have set myself up for a shot. But, again, I, I don't know. I didn't know that then. So, yeah. You know. But, Yeah. So I'm going back out tomorrow. Well, you know, at least you're seeing activity, though, also. True. I mean, I think that's a big part of the game. That's it's one of the things that was really frustrating for me is just not coming across to activity. It's really hard to stay in the game whenever you're not even seeing anything. So at least you're seeing stuff tonight. (laughs) Yeah, that got me excited. Hopefully, hopefully I didn't scare him out. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so we'll hopefully tomorrow. Hopefully, I'm optimistic. Yeah, that'll be exciting, man. That'll be awesome. That'll be really good. So, so yeah, so that's a catch up on uh on my hunt right now, I guess for the moment. But uh, I don't. Do you, you have anything else, Eric? No, nah, I think I think I kind of ran out for tonight. I think we're kind of running this one a little long too, anyway. So probably yeah. get out why the getting's good true <laughs> so with that being said thanks again for watching guys uh hopefully uh you're picking something up and hopefully we're picking something up too that's one of the benefits of doing these uh podcasts is it gets us gives us an opportunity to uh talk about our hunts and not only live the hunt but talk about the hunt and maybe even you know pick up on those little things that that can make the hunt better for the next time. And hopefully you guys are too, but uh, yeah. I guess thanks for listening. I'll catch you guys again. Yeah. We'll see you guys in the next one. Thanks for listening.